is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. Welcome back to Breathe In. I am Tiffany, and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Leah Farone and Gunnar Siasen. How are you guys doing? Doing What's pretty well. up? How are you? I'm good, <laughs> and this is our last final installment of our Valentine's Day series, which have been amazing. So we have a special guest today. Gunnar, do you want to introduce our special guest? Yes, our very special guest, incredibly special, is my girlfriend Darcy. Darcy, welcome to the podcast. Hi. How are you? And tell the tell the fans and the folks about yourself. Um, well, first of all, I'm great. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, my name is Darcy. I'm from New York. I live about an hour north of Gunner. We've been dating for about two and a half years. Um, I am a psychotherapist. I specialize in child and adolescent trauma. Ooh. And that's that's me in a nutshell. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Well, we need to point out the fact that Darcy is Breathe In and Salty Sisters' number one fan. True. She definitely is. <laughs> yes. I'm definitely the number one fan. I have the shirts. I have both shirts. Mm-hmm. Yes. I never miss a podcast. It. It's unfortunate that you're not wearing the shirt today. You should be wearing your shirt today. That's what should be going on. I know. We forgot about that. Honestly, none of us are wearing them, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But you guys can buy them on Etsy. Just Salty Sisters Etsy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just going to plug that right in there. Just, gotta, right. just plug that in right plug now. <laughs> All right. First question I'm dying to know. Did you know how to ice skate before you met him? And were you into it? Or yeah. was that something that you had to be into because you're dating him? Yes and yes. I grew up playing hockey. So that's actually one of the oh. first... That was maybe not, like a few months in we went skating together. Maybe like two months into dating. It's something we do a lot. I but yes, I knew how to skate, but I have noticed that Gunnar has grilled you guys. It oh, was like yeah. four podcasts in a row about that. Right? I so I feel like oh. I had to like tie it up here, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You had to go. And we aren't the best, but we did it. So Dorsey's not the yeah. best either, so don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, she's, she's better than me. Yeah, better she than you know, me. like skate on her own. I can't <laughs> even do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I it is a prerequisite of mine, I think, to be dating me to be a hockey fan and to be into hockey and Darcy grew Darcy did grow up playing hockey so and she's her her whole family are you know full of hockey fans so our first date was a hockey game yeah our first date was a hockey game oh that's nice yeah, okay. so, how did you guys so, meet yeah how did you meet uh we have a mutual friend one of my college roommates is one of Gunnar's friends from high school and it's really one of his sister's best friends oh, okay sure. so did you know that Gunnar had CF because he's like the walking billboard. I call him like the CF celeb. I am not the CF celeb. He is the CF you celeb. Are. Okay, you are. Okay. <laughs> Just like the Salty Sisters, I guess we have the celebs too. But you're kind of CF. We're not to your status yet, I We're guess. not to that status. But did you know that he had CF and before, when you, you, before you met him? Yes. So I did and I didn't. 
So when we were first talking, like before we went on our first date, I didn't know. And then he actually did have to tell me um, because he had a pick line on our first date. So he told me like the day before we were just talking and, and he mentioned it. I don't really remember how it came up, but my knowledge of CF was that I knew it meant mucus in the lungs. But then when I was thinking about how I knew that, I think it's because I read an article about Gunner like 10 years, 10, 15 years prior, like when I was probably 10 years old. So I think I knew what CF was because of Gunner, but it didn't hit me until he told me. Yeah. Okay. CF celeb. Did you like go Googling it at that point or were you just like, okay, whatever. Um, I didn't really Google it because one of the first things that Gunnar said was, is don't Google it. Don't read the Wikipedia article. I should have, so, yeah. I should have said that, but you know, my boyfriend figured it out even before. I definitely, I did, I did look it. There was, yeah. I definitely probably did mild research, but I knew I didn't want to delve into it because I knew I wanted to learn about it from Gunnar because he was so adamant about it and I didn't know why. So I figured, well, let me learn why he's so adamant about me not looking it up i mean i i haven't i, I wouldn't say that i was always <laughs> like that. i mean i let's put it this way i had a, a bad prior experience from when i was in college or whatever uh-huh. where, where you know some some girl looked it up and obviously just it didn't work out right so right. i you know i had learned from that experience and at, oh, that, no, point, that. And at that point darcy <laughs> and i you know were we're just you know just starting to talk and i yeah you know, i think it was one of the it was something that was important to me because i didn't want her to a be scared or something that you know to be scared off because i didn't really know know her very very well you didn't know i didn't know her to be the person that she is now who would totally yeah, be able right. to understand it and be able to you know take it in stride at that point mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know her so I, I i think i i think that's probably why i prefaced it i also the, i mean the day we first started talking i was actually i think i actually had that pick line placed you know we we uh. the the date materialized if i can remember quickly the date materialized pretty quickly right like we kind of were talking mm-hmm. for a few days and all of a sudden we went we went out Mm-hmm. Right. Which it's, it's the whole not looking it up thing is interesting because you're right. Like in hindsight, if I looked it up, that wouldn't have made a difference either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I guess it just depends who you're talking to, right? Like, yeah, it really does. And I, and I, person. But I, you know, in all fairness, I just didn't. I, you know, I didn't know Darcy's personality at the time. So I, right, I, yeah. it's like it's like it's like the job interview, right? It's kind of like, right. and she oh, looked at it at the same way going as back to that. Yeah, right. You know, she had to get yeah. to know me, and I had to get to know her. And I, you know, it's like being a brand new person. You know, you don't really know. Mm-hmm you know, what each other are like at that point. Yeah. No, it's true, you know, and we've talked about it before, but we had to know if you're a walking billboard or not, because, you know, when we've talked about it on our dating and relationship episodes, <laughs> you were always very adamant about, oh, or even in the college episode, just throw that vest on, you know? I think, yeah, I, think in, I, I think in hindsight, though, now that we've all three of us have, ex- have shared these experiences, it actually seems that Leah is the I walking know, billboard because that. she's the one, she's the one that had it all discovered on the internet. Yes. Before you even told them. Oh my God, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Learn from these uh, podcasts. So I know you guys play video games together, which I love. Yeah. And how did that start? Because what does Gunner do that while he does his best, his treatments, or how does how did you guys start doing that? Well, the story goes was, so Gunner got me an Xbox for our anniversary, and Gunner months are, Gunner leading up to it, and for our anniversary prior, was all, you know, anniversaries are a commercial holiday, blah, 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 <laughs> nothing, so then our anniversary yeah. rolls up, and after, he, you know, he was griping about it the whole time, I didn't get him anything, we, we had made plans, we are going to go out to dinner, and we were going to go to a football game, but I didn't get him anything, and he shows up to pick me up for this, and he had this big Xbox in the backseat. <laughs> as our anniversary present and i am not a gamer i'm gonna put that out there but um i played video games as a kid i have an older brother who played video games but i hadn't played video games in probably like 15 years 
Right. But now we play video games multiple times a week. I love it. I, I love it. I, I have to buy to put a little caveat into this little okay, little okay. story. I okay. you know, I, I I think that, you know, anniversaries before marriage are a little I don't want to say stupid, but I think every single day that you spend together with your significant other is a day to celebrate, right? I think it's a very yeah. special yeah, and, and you make a lot of memories <laughs> together and they're very special days and Dorsey and I have a lot of fun together. So I you know, I always felt like why you know, make one day more important than all the other days when, you know, uh-huh. we, we're obviously, you know, we have a great time together. We make memories together and stuff like that. And then she, mm-hmm. you know, she obviously still wanted to spend the, you know, spend the anniversary together. And I think it became more of a thing than it actually was. I think the whole thing kind of exploded as soon as she started telling my sister and my mom about, you know, how I felt <laughs> about this thing. All, because then was, I was this for like the two year anniversary? It was for, it was yeah, for yeah, both. Yeah, 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 two year Okay. But the big, the big shebang was was this year. Yeah, so and got, I got a lot of flack. I got a lot of flack over the summer because Darcy, you know, let the cat out of the bag to my mom and my sister and any of my dad. And they, all, and they were all kind of yeah. all over me about it. But the fact of the matter was that so I went and got her an Xbox and she got me nothing. Well, yeah, she got me nothing. Holiday, it's gonna be the anniversary of when I had an Xbox, so we'll celebrate. Yeah, exactly. But I, you, you know, I when Darcy became a gamer. Yes, yes. And exactly. I, I will say that Darcy did help me realize that video games actually are a coping mechanism for mm-hmm. my CF. Mm-hmm. You know, I, okay. I think that when if I'm having a bad day or if I like am just totally stressed out or I'm having high anxiety moments, I do sort of retreat and play video games. And I never mm-hmm. really recognized that it was that I was doing it as a coping mechanism. I just always thought it was like something I enjoyed doing. Yeah. And Darcy, being the little psychotherapist that she is, was able to sort of deduce that. And I guess in doing yeah. so, I I would always play. So I was like, you know what, I we can play together. So I just got her one. I also figured that it would be a good thing for her to like when you know she can use it as like Netflix and all that stuff. But yeah. Now she uses it for video games. No, it's, it's, <laughs> but it's definitely it's true. It's an escape from reality. It's a very positive thing. I have a book called um, Grand Theft Childhood. And it's about how games like Grand Theft Auto, which traditionally, obviously, a lot of negative press around those, can actually be very good and positive things for for kids. So, and Gunner. (laughs) And Gunner. (laughs) Do you feel like because you're a psychotherapist, it, like, kind of helped you be more understanding of CF and that whole aspect all that goes with it? You know what I mean? I think definitely. And Gunner and I have had a lot of talks about how CF has and has not impacted his emotions and his ability to talk about his emotions and ways it's affected him. And chronic illness does have the same effect on the brain over the years as a sudden acute trauma would, mm-hmm. which is right. very interesting, which they've only discovered recently. Mm-hmm. So neurologically, it can impact your brain the same way. So I definitely think it helps for me to understand sometimes his moods or how he's feeling right. about or how he quotes his stuff. I'll never be able to put myself in his shoes, but I can do the best to try to understand yeah. and i think yeah. i think the background i have helps oh i think it would definitely help too yeah you know yeah, emotional support because mm-hmm. you understand right it's mm-hmm. also hard to open up about that kind of stuff i mean obviously you shared with us that he had told you before the first date because he had the pick line but mm-hmm. did it take him time to kind of open up about everything that comes with cf or did or did he just strap on his vest and was like yeah here um, we go or, here's think, my pick line. Here's my pick line. <laughs> <laughs> Just modeling it. <laughs> yeah. I think about like logistical things mm-hmm. right off the bat. This is treatment. This is the pick line. This is how it works. This is the science behind it. Absolutely. Right. He's able to talk about that, which is also just part of his job. The anxiety related to it took a long time. 
Um, Being able to be vulnerable about some of those hard stuff and the fears related. It took a long time, which is something I understood, whether that has to do with my job or not. It was something I was definitely patient about. But I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but honestly, probably about at least a year until gun mm-hmm. we talked about some of those bigger anxieties yeah yeah, yeah I, I get that i have a hard time opening up about that so yeah, that I, mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it's i think she's spot on you know i i do think that i i mean i think on our one of our first few dates not the ranger game but you know one of the the dates the subsequent dates after that i you know i let her you know you you know flush the pick line you know i let her just see what that mm. was like um right and you know that that's like a hands-on sort of thing that's easy to share like i don't really have a problem mm-hmm. sharing that kind of thing uh, yeah. but i think the how do you feel about the pick line is something that it probably <laughs> takes it probably yeah. takes me a little while to uh to unpack that uh, that package well there's the vulnerability right. is in an imbalance you know, relationships are about being able to be vulnerable with someone and be accepted regardless. I think just yeah. having CF, you're exposed from day one in a way that the significant mm-hmm. other is not. Yeah. So I imagine that's a difficult thing. Definitely. No, definitely. You're definitely, or at least you <laughs> feel more vulnerable than they do. And, you know. Right. I've never thought about it that way, but that is really true. It, yeah, it, it is. is. And, and she's definitely mm-hmm. good at, I mean, one of Darcy's strengths is certainly, uh, you know, bringing that stuff out of me, whether or mm-hmm. not she's, actually trying to do it or whether or not it just sort of happens naturally uh but she definitely yeah. does a good job of trying to of trying to make me feel comfortable and and sharing that thing mm-hmm. i mean i'm definitely very open about my cf especially my blog i think the prop my blog is probably where i really dive into some of my myself and how i'm feeling but for some reason i do oh. have i do admittedly have you know trouble communicating actual hard feelings i mean just a few mm-hmm. minutes ago you know, we it was I was in the kitchen with my mom, my dad, and Darcy, and you know, my dad was like making fun of me for not being able to like talk about it. <laughs> I wouldn't say he was making fun of me; he was just you know having you know he was being you know candid about the situation. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so hard. It's hard to do it. I I know that like your anxieties come out, and sometimes we can't hold them in, but we hold them in a lot. Because we don't want to put that on our significant other. No, it's true. For the most part. Yeah, you um, worry about that. You worry about putting too much on them in a sense. But Yeah, so yeah. Darcy. Yeah, which is tough. It is. Yeah. You know, you don't know when the right time is to put more on them in that sense. Mm-hmm. But, well, we, we, well, we had a big burden moment this weekend, actually. She took me to get a pick line. I was feeling, I was feeling like crap all uh, last week. Was that and, the first time you saw him get a pick line, or did you not watch? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't in there, but that was the first time I took him to get one because his family was out of town for a wedding and it was on Mm -hmm. a Friday. So I took off work and I came up here and uh, to help him out. Yeah. Yeah. So she took, she, she took me to the hospital. She's best girlfriend award. Yes. She, she's definitely been to, she's been to an appointment before, but she's never been, mm-hmm. I think, she, I think okay. she was actually at a study visit a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, okay. but she's never, she's never like seen me lay in a hospital bed. So this uh, was, okay. this was the first time then, seeing me in a hospital well, bed. Well, you said that pick lines give you anxiety yes. to get them. So yes, they do. I'm sure oh, that was a new I, experience yeah. as well <laughs> to see that. Yeah. I've actually, I think I've seen, um, he gets anxiety about. I think the most anxious I've seen you a few times is about potential allergies related to different antibiotics you do on the pickle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen yeah. you very anxious about that. Yeah, you definitely don't want to develop. But that. you're right, though. This was definitely yeah. a new experience. But I think also, if you know, placing the burden thing. Gunnar did not ask me to come. I don't know if no. what it was, but you know, he said you're not taking off work. You can't do this. I was like, Gunnar, 
I'm coming. I don't care if you want me there or not. I'm going to take you to this appointment. So I think asking for help is another thing that has been a journey for us. And mm-hmm. I think Gunner's definitely come a long way in being able to do that. Because it's really, you know, logistically it makes sense. But also I think significant others like to help. I mean, one of the hardest things is not being able to help and seeing the person you love in pain or in a hospital bed or just not feeling so good. And there's really nothing we can do most of the time. So when we can step up and help, mm-hmm. it's it's a nice thing. It's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. No. And sometimes I think we need you to like, or at least for me, like with significant others, you kind of need that person to step up and just feel like, I'm okay with helping you. You know what I mean? Which sounds awful, but it's just, it is hard to I don't know. Yeah, I would never expect yeah, someone for that kind of help. I know? would never yeah. expect someone unsolicited to just like go wash my nebs or to no, just go right. like get something out of the fridge. Like I don't need somebody to wait on me hand and foot when I feel like I can do it myself. No. And it, it, it took Darcy to explicitly say it to me one day. I remember probably about a year and a half ago. You were like, you know, you can ask me to go get your pills. Like if you're sitting there at you know <laughs> doing your treatment or something and you need like a drink right. or like a Kleenex. Like, please ask me to get that. I will yeah. go get it for you. And she actually You'd had be to like, say that I'm to me. plugging his vest, like, turning it off, going in the nurse. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just sitting here. I'll go get you a Gatorade. That's totally fine. Yeah. But, um, so that's definitely been another learning curve. Right. For both of so, us. So, like, what are other ways you think that you help Gunner in terms of his CF? Other than taking him to get the pick line and getting um, his pills sometimes. I think if we're speaking logistically, my biggest way of helping is I like to make him blends for his G-tube. Okay. And I'm, I, I'm in a, a feeding tube group on Facebook, and we exchange recipes. Because it's, it's <gasps> tough That's to find cool. the right balance of you need a lot of fat, but also protein, but low sugar, right. but you can't – a lot of calories, but you can't just do tons of calories because he's going to feel sick, and it can't go right. to, too slow through the tube. Yep. But you also want some bulk to it so it doesn't run right through him. So – Definitely, it's a science. Nutrition makes me feel helpful in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But other than that, just I think emotionally and just knowing, well, the gunner knows that I would be there if anything happened, and that's probably the biggest right. way I would say. Uh, the yeah, feed, the feed, the shake is definitely one. her big thing. The shake, like yeah. as much as she helps emotionally, just being there and being able to talk, that's very mm-hmm. important. But I think, you know, she she's definitely taken on the role of trying to like perfect this, the G tube smoothie. My mom is amazing around the kitchen like she 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 knows how to she's she's an amazing cook and she knows how to make things very well and i think darcy is sort of sees that as a challenge as she almost Ooh. wants to outdo my mom in that res- that's how i see those <laughs> I, feel like she, I feel like she wants to outdo my mom and make a better shake and i think my mom is sort of like caught on and is like no i can make a better one i think it's kind of a funny little thing i've seen i had that- no idea that was happening and I, but, but i think but i think it's funny and and my mom is you know what, look, the Esaiasons are a very competitive family, as you know. So it's, you know, I think I think that's totally fine. But, you know, it's, it's, it, Darcy is very nutritionally sound. She knows, she knows her, she knows I, the difference I between have her digestive car. issues. I have celiac uh, disease and functional okay. issues with my small intestine. So it makes sense that nutrition okay. is my a realm. Yeah. So she, right. so, so she knows, you know, a lot of the, the ins and outs of carbs, proteins, fats, stuff like that. So, you know, I think she enjoys making the shake and I enjoy trying them. You know, I don't have to taste them, but I think, you know, that's probably something how, at least in my opinion, where she feels like she's making a big impact on my health. And I, I know it is because there's days when mm-hmm. she does make, she makes the shake and it, you know, it lasts for a couple of days. And, you know, I feel like, you know, that's definitely a good way for me to supplement some calories with my G-tube. Yeah. Right. 
and you know, sometimes it's good to try new things and yeah, exactly. mix yeah. it up. And literally mix it up. Literally mix it up. That, you know, yeah, with no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to do new recipes and do all that. That's fun. Hey, you guys can cook together, blend together. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm not cooking. Let's put. It, let's be. Let's be honest. I'm not cooking Sunny anything. Can't really crack it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's okay. You have the G tube for a reason, I guess. You know, yes. I'm still amazed that if you don't feel good, you can just hook it up and not have to make food, but well, you have well, to make stuff to go in it. Well, that's, so. what, that's what it's been like the past few days. And Dorsey yeah. will tell you, you know, I haven't been feeling well. So eating has definitely been a challenge for the past few days. So I've really been trying to, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I can, I, I admittedly I probably could have done better the past couple of days, but you know, that the G-tube is definitely somewhere where I've could have, or, you know, something I'm re- utilizing at the moment. Yeah. Right. So Darcy, so, what's, what's your favorite thing about Gunner? Like My favorite thing about Gunner? Yeah. I have a lot of favorite things about Gunner. Oh yes, I think <laughs> I think, <laughs> think Gunner and I laugh a lot. Gunner can always make me laugh. I always I, we hang out usually on weekends because we live about an hour away, so we usually right. spend weekends together. I always cry out of laughter every weekend. Oh. That's probably mm. one of my favorite things about Gunner. But I also think Gunner, we are very, very, very similar. We have a lot of the exact same interests. We think about stuff the same way. When we were first dating, I think like three weeks in, Gunner said something, you're kind of like my clone. I was like, yeah. But at the same time, um, we balance each other out. Gunner is, Gunner is, I don't want to say stubborn, but Lee and Tiffle say I'm stubborn. Gunner is stubborn and outspoken and a good advocate in ways that I am not. Okay. And I think sometimes I'll come to him with a problem with friends or, or with work and he will just give me honest, kind of blunt advice and just like do it. And then I do it. So he gives me a lot of encouragement and in that way. And I think we bounced each other out well there, and I can always rely on him for that if I need something. I think just the short amount of time that we've known you, well, honestly, both of you, yeah. you know, you, I do get the sense that you do balance each other out pretty well. Yeah, totally. Gunnar, what's your favorite thing about Darcy? Um, I think her willingness to learn. I think she's always willing to get to dive into something new, not just CF. I think she's willing to dive into basically anything like the, we just talked about the g-tube you know she jumped into the g-tube group which is you know she didn't have to do that um no, she you know right. she she wanted to take it upon herself to figure out how to improve my nutritional health because you know she's so crazed about her own personal nutrition you know i think she is taking it upon herself to figure out ways to to improve that for me but you know other aspects of her diving into things at first are like the xbox Right, I kind of, you know, I got it on sale. Right. It's kind of a joke. It was like a funny little thing, but she's really like jumped into it. And instead of you now, like you know, normal boyfriends and girlfriends, they call each other before they go to bed. Darcy and I play Xbox together for an hour and a half before hey, we before we go to bed. It's a way to bond, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly way. what I'm saying. And I, and all my friends are jealous that now, and like instead of having to stop playing Xbox to call my girlfriend, I'm like. Yeah, we're just playing Xbox together. Why don't you jump Can in you our like party? Can talk to each other through Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, we live, right? We yeah. only play one game, and it's basically like the Hunger Games. So it's me and Gunner, yeah. like, fighting 98 other people. So it's a lot of team building. Oh, okay. It takes a lot of... There you go. A lot of time. Did he get you, like, a personalized controller? Yes, I saw yes. that. 
He did. He got me a custom controller with my name on it. And, and she cried. She cried when she she cried when she opened it. Gunner's a great gift giver. I will definitely give him that. He is yeah. the best gift giver. He's got me a lot of good stuff. I think that's probably how Gunner expresses his affection best. We have gone. What have we? He got me Westminster dog show tickets. I love dogs. Ooh. Last year for Valentine's Day, he got me like a six foot tall teddy bear. Oh, he got yes. me one of those 65 sister necklaces that I wear every day. Uh-huh. What is it good? The custom, uh, the controller. This year, for one of the things he got me for Christmas was a vintage map of my college campus, which is the coolest thing ever. That's so cool. oh, that is cool. And he also got a frame. I like casually mentioned once this quote that I really liked. Like really briefly, we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. Just over text, and he got it framed for me for Christmas. So Gunnar's oh. very, very thoughtful. He's Gunner's very observant gift. too. Apparently. He is. Mm-hmm. I look I I think that there are different ways to express affection and I think that listening is a very important quality yeah, for, pe- for people is. to have totally mm-hmm. as, a lot of people don't have it and as much as I talk here in the podcast I like to also you know share that I am in fact listening to you two talk as well that's <laughs> a good listener <laughs> <laughs> Underrated, very good up there. <laughs> uh, our sassiness—we <laughs> can't help it. <laughs> so, Darcy, what would, do you tell people that are in a relationship with maybe someone with a chronic illness or CF? What would you tell them to do um, in your experience with Gunner? How would you express um, to help them? go through it i think talking about it is the most important thing and i know that's obvious but also talking about the hard stuff i think one of the things that i heard from people in my own circle early on but that i also saw on the internet um when i first started dating gunner was oh it's the same thing anyone's significant other can die in a car crash any day and Mm -hmm. that never sat right with me because i also think it's denying the fact that yeah there are hard stuff there is hard things in our relationship there are obstacles that other people don't have to face there are questions about the future that can be scary but those are also things that gunner and i have talked about and brought into the light and when we talk about them it feels a lot easier so my advice for the significant other would be to not be afraid to talk about hard things Mm -hmm. and i also think that the person with cf well one thing that gunner always has done that's been great is I ask Gunnar a million questions and he has never made me feel stupid. He has always answered them. It has gotten to the point where I've asked Gunnar questions about CF that he doesn't even know the answer to and he's had to ask his doctor and get back to me. But I give him I give him props that because he always made that space available for us to talk about stuff. And we've talked about infertility and we've talked about insurance and things like that. And I think denying those things saying oh it's the same as any other relationship kind of does yourself a disservice and i think those are the people who wake mm-hmm. up three years later and are like oh my god all this stuff is coming down on me at once yeah right and then it feels it's like be- too much right exactly so if you just it's take it a little bit like how i say you know you kind of take it in baby steps you know you do you get to each part of your relationship and you you know you talk about all of those aspects you know oh definitely yeah. i definitely mm-hmm. yeah, you're definitely right there leah especially I, I think like there are certain you know i'm not talking about with Darcy, the finances of CF after three months of dating. No, that's not, that's not, like, that's yeah. not something that came up. You know, I think, you know, probably the first time she either saw me, like, 
pay, pay a medical bill or go to the pharmacy and pick something up. You know, that's something that probably leads to, oh, you know, you're paying, you know, 70 bucks copay on this whatever medication every time you go right. to the pharmacy. You know, oh, that adds up. That's like, then you start talking about the finances of CF. You know, I think like there are different like times that are appropriate to, to discuss different things. You know, and when she, you know, saw me go in for a pick line this past Friday, that was one of those things where, you know, she saw what that was like. You know, she saw me deal with an entirely different medical team that I was comfortable with. And I don't know whether it was surprising for her or not to see me have, you know, a, a huge level of comfort with, like, a, you know, a doctor in an, in, like in an operating room setting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it, was it surprising for you to see that? Like, to um, see... Th- knowing your relationship with your primary doctor... I wasn't surprised. But I also think you're, you know, most of these conversations do come up naturally. But my advice would be mm-hmm. if it's something that's on your mind, it might not be on your partner's mind, bring it up anyway. Just talk right. about it. Don't feel like you have to bury scary things because that's when it really yeah. starts to get to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not on the I same page, talk agree about with you on that one. It. There's, also right. been, there's also been times when I haven't been comfortable talking about a certain thing and we've kind of, you know, left it for another time as well. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's not like every single thing needs to be discussed at like, you know, yeah. month six, month eight, month 12, and then month no, 16, right. and then the two-year mark. I agree, so though. I think it naturally does come up, you know? Yeah. And as your relationship progresses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. it all shows up. And I've, you know, Darcy's relationship has also progressed with my family, whereas my relationship has also progressed mm-hmm. with her family. You know, people yeah. are starting to, like, her Her parents have now seen me do, you know, do treatments at, you know, at their home, mm-hmm. and they've seen me do my IVs. Was that a more recent like, thing, or did that happen kind of soon? I did, I, I did IVs. I, I did okay. IVs. Like, I think they saw me do IVs, or well, your mom at least saw me do IVs, you no, know, yeah, a, a year, like a year and a half ago, but um, yeah, more recently, they've seen me do my vest and stuff like that. Did okay. that... It like changed their opinion at all of CF, or did it make them more comfortable with it? Do you think? Uh, I think both. My my parents said to me afterwards, after the first time they saw going to do treatments, they, you know, kind of pulled me aside and they were like, "Wow, you know, we really have a, a new respect for how much time and energy that Gunner has to put into doing his stuff." Mm-hmm. Right. I think if you don't see it, you just don't know. Exactly. exactly. How soon did you see him do treatments when you started dating? I want to say it was about three weeks. Okay. okay. I figured it was pretty soon. Yeah. What is that supposed but, to mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you say you like strap that. that thing on in front right. of everybody. <laughs> no, that's what I did. You know, I moved into the college dorm, threw the vest yeah. on. Like, <laughs> I hid it for a good like six months. Oh, yeah. If you type in yeah. Gunner Assyasin on Google, first thing pops up Gunner Assyasin doing vest. They're going to see it one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Darcy's actually, Darcy's actually uh, tried the vest. She's put the vest on. What did you I think of the vest on? I think he had to put the vest on. It's aggressive. It is more aggressive than I thought it would be. Yeah. She's also one of those people that falls asleep. She falls asleep when I put when I put the vest on. She sleep. She yeah. She falls asleep when I do treatments. Like Paul. About fifty percent of the time. Yeah. I don't blame you. I fall asleep half the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not it's, it's the white noise you know. thing. Yeah. It it's it's nice. kind of like comforting in a sense. You get used to it. But, yeah. I don't think it was that. I do, like the fact that I hardly even remember how long it was into a relationship that I saw him. I don't think it was super... That wasn't like a game changer for me. Maybe because we talked about it beforehand. Right. But for me, that wasn't Definitely such a big deal. I have to talk about it beforehand. I think, I think from my perspective, the hardest thing for me to show to Darcy when we were first starting net dating, and she saw it happen, you know, uh, 
I, I forget how quickly you saw it happen, but like the mucus puke is, is you know, the mucus puke mm-hmm. we talked about. That's a very violent yeah. thing, right? Like that's, oh, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it, that's like, it almost looks like you can't breathe and you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you start coughing, it coughing, coughing. And then, it, do that. and then it's pretty, you know, it's definitely pretty violent. So I think the first time that happened in front of Darcy, I think I probably was probably a little shaken by the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, you know, as far as treatments are concerned, you know, I don't really, yeah, I, I, Okay, sure. I wear a billboard. I don't have a problem doing treatments for anyone. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do, like. I mean, I, you know, don't love throwing up in front of somebody. That's not something oh, I, I don't love like doing. I've had, I haven't done that in front of Paul. I've, I've had, I'm afraid for the day that happened. Like I've had. I I've, don't even you know, remember when that was. I've, I've had. You know, <laughs> it was. It was, at, it was after the hockey Christmas party. I did it. Um, so how soon was this uh, relationship? That was okay. That was like a uh, over a year into our relationship. Okay. 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 Yeah. And I feel better that I haven't done this. You know, I and I think. It was like because I, the reason it's it's it was a weird moment for me was because in college, um, I, without you know being too specific about the individuals that were involved in the situation, I was very sick right. uh, in college, and um, I I actually had pneumonia undiagnosed at the time. Like I, after this happened, I like immediately went to the hospital, but I mm-hmm. uh, was doing treatments, and all of a sudden it was just like I. Like a, a fever spiked and all of it, you know, I felt the mucus puke coming. Yeah. I basically, I tried to get up yeah. and go to the bathroom. I didn't make it to the bathroom, and I kind of mm-hmm. just had a mucus puke. I basically on the floor in the middle of my dorm room, mm-hmm. and there was a, there was an individual in the room, not one of my roommates. It was someone. It was someone that was that happened to be there that just like, could not deal with what they were seeing happen, and it right. was it was right. very it was a hard moment for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think since then. You know, I I don't want to say I've been self conscious of mucus speak because mm-hmm. I mean I'm I just let I just let it rip. I think you know, but I'm now right. but it's I think it's kind of natural to feel a little. It's it's, it's, it's a, it's a violent it. thing. It's a yeah. very violent thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also not something I love doing. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it's not something that I love doing. No, it looks miserable. But here we are now. You had one two days ago, and I took the cup full to the to the toilet, dumped it out. Oh, so up. gross! Okay, <laughs> I was like, I even said, I said, I said, where, I said, where did the cup go? Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like mucus can't bother you. Mucus. At this point, that's just yeah. a little thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I will say the other thing that you know, Darcy's taking a stride with that is that she's also reached out to other CF patients, which is, I think, is a very cool oh, thing. Definitely. You know, she she, yeah. she 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 kind of knows you two a little bit, but she also has met a few other people with CF in my life, and mm-hmm. in fact, you know, she's met a few in you know in person. She's met like a few like people will see it it's like oh there's another one uh and, and she all and it's funny because she like kind of puts the pieces together she's like oh yeah like they do have the cf voice or i you know i recognize the cough uh and yeah, that's kind right. of been a funny thing because i just i think it's just by virtue of my job that i'm in touch with all these cf people and i kind of do mm-hmm. run into them from time to time and she's gotten mm-hmm. to meet them you know i think it's like a i think it's probably been a pretty i don't know, i don't want to say it's like a a different thing but it's just that's just a you know, a, 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 a unique thing that yeah. I've, you know. Do you think it helped your understanding of CF a little bit more? Having to know other people with it? Yeah, you can... Definitely. And I think the CF community is, you know, if there's one pro that comes out of CF, it's the community that there is. And people have reached out to me, too, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool. And it's it's an awesome support group. And I've made friends through it. So right. I kinda... <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I've definitely learned oh, are there, are there friends you want to tell me about? <laughs> right. And I think a lot of people don't always notice that or realize that the CF community isn't just support for people that have CF. It's also support for significant others and, yeah. you know, children and, you know, family members and different people like that yeah. that well, are all associated with it and are going through it in their own way, you yeah, know, which, because it does influence you and 
you know, our parents and siblings and mm-hmm. things like that. So, yeah, yeah which is it's probably a, a lot community. of the podcast viewers and the blog readers and the commenters, mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of parents, yeah. a lot of significant yeah. others. Or at least I didn't know it was a lot of significant others until you did post about that a few months ago and dating and stuff and your guys' podcast. And you see all those people commenting and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a it's yeah. a big uh, topic in the CF community relationships. It is, because I don't think sure. it was talked about for a long period of time. And now it's kind of coming to the surface. And yeah, well, now know, we have the Valentine's Day series. Yes. Well, I think I think it's also by virtue of, you know, people are living longer with CF2, right? They are. You know, yeah. people yeah. are finally getting to that point or that the disease rather is getting to the point where people are able to, you know, get married and start families and as that's that. not something that's right around the door for me or right around the corner for me. You know, that that, mm-hmm. that you know there are people that are at that stage in their life <laughs> where, you know, they're ready mm-hmm. to start having families and that's, you know, because of the advances that we've made in the illness. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're almost done here. We have we're the we time are. is the time is yeah. a little uh, we're, we're a little over. So I'll let you guys ask one more question and then we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is a lot of pressure, yeah. Gunner. Like, yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, all right. Okay. Let's end on a positive, a more like funny note. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, what is probably one of the funnier moments that's happened CF-related in your relationship? CF-related funnier moments. Ooh, that's a tough one. Gun, can you think of one? I, I think I'm just very dry with CF and it being... Like, I have, I have, I definitely have a dark sense of humor as far as the, yeah. the terminal illness side of things goes. Um, and I... Darcy is certainly the right person to be able to hear that from me because I don't think everyone is... Uh, yeah. In tune with me being, you know, so candid about my my life expectancy, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I definitely, I definitely like to have a fun time with that. Like, for example, my mom hates when I make those kinds of jokes. When I make like, you know, terminal illness jokes. Oh, but they I, crack me up. Yeah, but but I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like that's like something funny I can do. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the funniest thing. I, I'd say the funniest thing that Darcy has done for me for my CF mm-hmm. is getting me a squatty potty. Uh, I think that was hilarious. Uh, oh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's the. Yeah, I've actually I've I've really gotten Gunner a lot of CF related gifts: a phone yeah. sanitizer, an yeah. air quality uh, awareness thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> great, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know if it works. There's I guess we don't really have proof, but right, it's yeah. called phone soap. Yeah, no, I saw one of those. Ads. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> apparently she's very concerned about my overall general hygiene and health that she gets me a, a phone sanitizer, a squatty potty, and a air quality meter for my bedroom. Yeah, and I asked him I yesterday if he wanted, um, you know, those sh- like a shower you can do without a shower? Like it's like a spray on thing and then yes. you get clean and he said no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently she's very, apparently she's very concerned with that. All right, well, we do have to wrap this podcast up. So Darcy, thank you for... For joining us. Thank you yes, guys for having me. Thank you, so Darcy. We love talking to you. I love talking to Thanks you. Thanks for being our number one fan. Always. <laughs> our, our number one fan, not wearing the t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I. Um, this has been the end of the, or this comes, uh, or this rather is the end of the Valentine series. Uh, I think this has been a very cool series. Maybe we'll revisit it another time. Um, but it's definitely it's been a cool thing. Uh, as far as the podcast is going, remember, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on iTunes. On iTunes, you have to subscribe, review, and rate. Remember, very important. If not for us, do it for Darcy. 
for Darcy. Darcy. Review, rate, and subscribe. She has to put up with Gunner every day. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she has to put up with me every day. So do a, do a big favor for her. Uh, Please, also, you can, like, subscribe, review. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you, can follow, you can follow us on YouTube. Uh, we're on Instagram, which is at breathe underscore n underscore pod yes follow us there the dms are open always the dms are open the dms are open that's where we get a lot of our questions from Uh, i hope you've had enough uh i hope you've enjoyed listening to us three different times this week by the way they got a lot of a lot a lot lot of breathing content this week Mm -hmm. a lot of breathing content a lot of breathing content this week uh, so I think that's it. Um, all right, that's uh, that's the end of this episode. That's the end of the series. We will see you next week for a new podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. All right. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>